Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Zane and Taylor Swift, Don't Want to Live Forever, Maine's Big Z, More Music, Better Variety. Senator Roger Cates joins us now by phone. He's from District 15. We'll get caught up on some things happen up there in his neck of the woods. Good morning, Senator Cates. Good big morning, Manny. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for, thanks for being on. Uh, any big plans this weekend? Anything good happening? Well, I, I, you know, I got to tell you, I'm a big Celtics fan, so tonight I'm going to be watching the game, and hopefully they can come back from down two to nothing. Oh, I'm telling you right now that, that I have been very disappointed in them in the first two games. I don't, I don't even know if I should watch tonight because I almost, I don't even know at this point. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm going to be there. I'm, I'm going to. I'm gonna watch it, but boy, I it's it's been tough to watch past couple of games. So hopefully that all works out, and we can all have a good weekend celebrating the Celtics continuing to play and not trying to figure out what they're gonna do in the draft lottery. Um, okay. Senator Cates continues with us now. Uh, he's on the Appropriations and Financial Affairs Committee, also the Government Oversight Committee. Uh, anything good happening uh, with government oversight lately? Anything good come out of that committee? Because if well, anything needs some oversight, sometimes it's usually well, the government. <laughs> lots of things need some oversight. Yeah. I'm sure the, the other committee I'm on, I wanted to mention, Minnie, too, is the, um, I'm the Senate chair of the, the committee that's charged with um, implementing the new marijuana legalization. Yes. Uh, voters passed. And that's a really fascinating task because, as you know, the, in, in the referendum process last year, the main voters approved adult use of marijuana possession, sale, sale et cetera, at least of small quantities. So, um, that's a whole new industry that, that, you know, is illegal one day and then legal the next. And so building the regulatory structure and all the rules about how that's going to happen is, is really a, a fascinating and a, and a fun exercise. So that committee's been meeting for several months now. We'll continue into the summer and fall, actually, and try to create the structure for a whole new industry in Maine. Well, you know, and I've noticed a lot of towns have, have put the moratorium on uh, for social clubs or anything like that, and it seems to be added by the day. Are there going to be places where, where people can actually take advantage of the, uh, of the, uh, the, the uh, new industry, or is it going to be tough sledding to find places to open things? That's a really good question. I, I don't know. I mean, I think that, first of all, we haven't passed any, any bills yet to, to, to actually put this into effect, but... I think we're likely to leave a lot of local control in there, Manny, so that if, say, that the, my hometown of Augusta, if, if the council and the people were to decide they don't want any retail stores or they don't want any cultivation, that the local, the local town or city would have the option to do that. So it'll be interesting to see uh, how, that, how that plays out. But I'm sure there are, there'll be places that are going to see this as a, as a business opportunity and, and uh not, if not encourage, at least allow it to take place within their borders. But, again, it's all new, so we, we really don't know. Is it kind of a microcosm of the state right now? There's some places that are really good for economic development and others that are very wary of any type of economic development, even though they're struggling to, to get and maintain jobs and, and population? 
Yeah, that's that's true to a certain extent, and, and also with marijuana. I mean, obviously, it, it's been illegal forever. Right. There's, there's that, that's a, a little bit stigma. of a different situation. Yeah. Yeah, too. there's still a stigma against right. it, and, and you know, uh, it passed, but but almost half a million people didn't want it to pass. So there's there's a significant part of the population that still still sees this as a drug, sees it as a a dangerous drug, uh, raising issues of impaired driving and potential health concerns and you know, so so there, there there are a lot of folks who who just hear the word marijuana and are just opposed to it. On the other hand, you know, it did it did pass, and we 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 do have some I think pretty good experience with the medical marijuana system in Maine that's been in place for some time now. And of course, there's always the comparison alcohol and 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 which can cause or does cause more social ills than the other. So. Um, I think as it plays out, we'll see more and more towns allowing the commercialization to take place within their borders. But we'll, that's just a guess. Talking with Senator Cates from District 15. We'll have more with him on the way coming up. Talk about death with dignity and much, much more. You're listening to The Breakfast Club on Maine's A Big Z. You're home for Dave Dean on the Z Right Home Weekdays, 2 to 6. More music, better variety, always online at mainsbigz.com. Senator Roger Cates joins us from District 15 up in Augusta, talking about things happening up in Augusta. Earlier this month, you had a uh, press conference about uh, death with dignity, Senator. Let's talk a little bit about that. That's a bill you've been championing for a little bit now. Yeah, it is. And we, we had the public hearing um, last week on it, Manny. It'll come to the floor probably the next couple of weeks. But this is a bill I, I have worked on for a couple of sessions now, and, and it's... Um, it essentially has has the, the following premise that if a if a competent adult who is at the end of their life terminally ill uh, goes through a rather rigorous process, they can have a do- a willing doctor prescribe to them end of life medication that they can choose to use or not use. Um, and and this is the idea here is that just as we have control over our medical decisions for ourselves during our lives, that that same uh, principle ought to apply at the end of life, and this is this is a law. It's, it's called the Death with Dignity movement that that has uh, really been gaining hold in the country. Oregon has had a very similar law to this since 1998, and, and so we've got a lot of experience to look to about how it's worked out there, and it seems to have worked out well. I mean, if somebody is is in incredible pain at the end of their life um, or, or losing function and, and just chooses to to die a little sooner rather than later. We think that that's a, a good libertarian idea and that people have, have the right to make their own decisions and not have other people say, no, you can't do that. So that's that's the bill, and um, it's obviously very controversial, but I think it's an important one. What do you, uh, do, how do you expect that one to go, or how much longer do you expect that battle to continue? Well, it came out, it's coming out of committee. I don't know what the final committee vote was. It was very divided. Um, and it, it probably will come to the floor, it will come to the floor of the Senate first because it's a Senate bill, and that could be as early as, as next week or the week after. I think. <clears throat> Again, a lot of people have well, not a lot, but some people have very strong religious opposition to this. I understand that the Christian Civic League, the the Catholic Church, has been against this. But uh, I appreciate those religious objections. But you know, t- times are changing. Physicians who used to oppose this legislation. Um, a whole bunch of different medical societies, Hawaii, I think, um, uh, Minnesota, if I recall correctly, and even now Maine, which has been opposed to this, 
the Maine Medical Association, at least as of right now, is is neutral on it. So, um, it, again, it seems to be to gathering steam, and we'll just have to see how the debate goes on the floor of the of the legislature. We are talking with Senator Roger Cates from District 15 up near Augusta and all sorts of other towns floating up in that area. More of the way, 726 and a half. It's the Breakfast Club, Maine's Big Z. Breakfast Club, Maine's Big Z, more music, better variety. Welcome back. Segment number three, State Senator Roger Cates, District 15. More information on him. Of course, uh, you can find him online. Uh, Senator Cates, uh, let's talk a little bit. I've had some folks in this week. Um, Senator Hamper was actually earlier uh, in earlier this week as well, talking about uh, the budget. Uh, how are things looking on that front from, from your point of view? Well, I, I sit right next to Senator Hamper on the Appropriations Committee, and we're, we're plowing through the, the budget now. I think that the big issue with the budget, Manny, is I don't know if, if Jim talked about this, but as you know, the voters of Maine passed question two, which imposed a 3% surcharge on, um, on people's income and couples' income and business income over $200,000 a year as a way of funding, of, of, of raising additional funds for K-12 education. And there are a lot of us who think that although we sure we should be putting more money into education, this is just the, way to, the wrong way to go about it. And we ought to look for other, other sources because... This will give us the, the highest tax rate in the country for people and businesses are earning between 200000 and a million dollars. And if there's one thing you don't want to be number one in, it's taxation as we try to compete with other states. And the unfortunate reality is we are already seeing the flight of some upper-income folks and businesses try, looking for ways to move out of our state. Uh, hospitals are saying they're having a difficult time recruiting physicians so that the how we're going to work around this and, and possibly um, repeal that three percent at least for some of us is, is the, the real central issue in the budget discussion right now um, and we, we we're you know we've got another couple of months to go before adjournment and I we're, we're we're trying to work towards some sort of solution to that talking with state senator Roger Cates just 15 up in Augusta um, you know, speaking of that, uh, with the number two, there was also with that with that uh, the three percent. You also had the uh, the minimum wage also on a, on another referendum question last November. Really, uh, was really a unique one here in Maine. Uh, the tip credit obviously had a big. Uh, There's a big public hearing on that. I saw. Let, let's talk a little bit about that. And uh, is that something you guys are, are looking at trying to roll back or, or rein in? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I I sponsored the bill that that, that would be. Restore the tip credit. You know, this is the, the tip credit. Basically, says that that a a restaurant employer has to guarantee um, the minimum wage to to their waiters and waitresses, but they only have to actually pay about half of it, and, and then waiters and waitresses make up the rest in tips. And if they don't, then the employer's got to step in and fill the gap. This this is the way the, the, the restaurant business has worked forever in the state of Maine. Uh, it seems to have worked well. And when the minimum wage law passed, one of the parts of it I think very few people really understood was doing away with that tip credit so that the employer, the restaurant, will now have to pay up to $12 an hour to their servers. That's going to be bad for restaurants because it's going to increase restaurant prices because they have nowhere else to turn to pass on that additional cost but to uh, 
customer, it's going to hurt um, servers because, and they're already seeing it because their tips are going to go down. Um, and you know, we had literally uh, thousands, and I'm not being using hyperbole here, literally thousands of servers who have contacted the legislature saying, "Please undo this." You know, the system as we had it in place worked just fine. I know that folks were trying to help us, but please don't help us. This is going to hurt us. And we, we had a public hearing that went on for, I don't know, eight hours or more uh, at least where dozens and dozens and dozens of servers came and said, please uh, don't hurt us. So we're listening to them, and we're going to try to get the tip credit back. And, um, and obviously the, the minimum wage itself the increase will go into effect for across the state. That's fine, but this part of the bill of the law just just doesn't make sense. Talking with Senator Roger Cates from Augusta. More with him on the way. Breakfast Club, Maine's Big Z. Fourth and final segment with State Senator Roger Cates here on the Breakfast Club, rolling you through your Friday morning. Kim Finnerty from Wedding Farm will join us next hour. Uh, Senator Cates, uh, what, what, you get to, I, I get to see uh, you in a lot of photos. You get to host a lot of guests up there. Uh, you've had some special guests up at the uh, up at the State House recently that you've either sponsored or, or met with. I know sometimes Girl Scout people come in. I know my kid came up with a six uh, a six grade class a few uh, few months ago with Senator Brakey. So there's usually some guests floating around up in Augusta. Yeah, you know that, this is really one fun part of the job because the State House is such an impressive physical structure and you just you just feel a little differently when you walk in there. I know I do every single morning. I, I almost get goosebumps walking in that place. And to be able to host um, constituents who come through whether they're a Boy Scout getting an Eagle Scout award or people on Franco American Day a couple of days ago from the Cali Med Club in Augusta or you know we have the the, the prayer of the day sometimes clergy will come from from my area. And to be able to host them there in in the Senate, it, it's really a fun part of the thing. I remember when I was a kid, my father was a state senator, and I remember how impressive it was, Manny, to go to the state house. So that's a, a fun part of the job. And um, being from Augusta, obviously, I get visited probably more than most people do because it's such a short trip. Well, yeah, you know, it's funny. It was I was actually on uh, one of the the uh, websites here uh, kind of digging around and you know there's only like a, a, a few people that like i think it's like 10 percent of the population lives within uh 10 minutes of augusta every a lot of folks are doing the hour or more and then you've got right. the 10 to 29 minutes as well so that's uh it's pretty good that you can get that many people sliding up there it's a good location for that that's for sure um anything uh anything else you want to continue to wade through or anything you want to bring up before i uh, let you get back to work well, yeah, again, I think as we get down to the end of the session, obviously the budget is the is the big issue. Uh, tip credit's a big issue. The um, again, trying to figure out how to get more money into K twelve education in a in a sane kind of way. Uh, that's going to be important to us. Uh, right now, by the way, we're going to be considering Senator Diamond's bill to ban um, the use of handheld cell phones in automobiles. That's come up before. That's a controversial issue. That'll be probably debated in the next week or two so we've got we've got plenty on our plate that's for sure senator roger cates joins us when he can so uh, always good to talk to uh, senator cates senator cates always good to talk to you thank you very much man it's been a pleasure thanks for having me we'll have more on the way kim finnery from waiting farm next hour remains big z 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.